Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Shell Eves. We recorded this in her apartment in Sydney right before the Dorigo Folk and Bluegrass Festival. This episode is sponsored by Elderly Instruments in Lansing, Michigan, my go-to for traditional instruments and accessories. Next time you want to upgrade your instrument or you run out of strings or lose your favorite pick or your tuner breaks, go stock up at elderly.com. Make sure to stick around afterwards and I'll tell you how to keep up to date with Shell's band, Shelly's Murder Boys. Also, while this show does have sponsors, it's mainly funded by listeners like you, perhaps. If you want to keep Get Up in the Cool going every week and get some exclusive bonus content, stick around afterwards for details. But first, here's my interview and jam with Shell Eves. Enjoy. Welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thank you. Hello. Um, where where are we right now? We are in Sutherland, um, in the southern part of Sydney, as the name suggests, at my house. Yeah. Thanks for <laughs> hosting us. No worries. Um, are you from Sydney originally? I, I'm from all around. I was born in Coffs Harbour, which is up near Nimbin, where we... Oh, very good. Yeah. yeah. First didn't meet. Um, and then moved to Sydney, then moved out to Wagga Wagga, which is out west. Then Like all the way? Uh, it's a f- maybe five hours okay. from Sydney. Okay. So it's yeah. not like in Western Australia, the state. Oh, no, no. Okay, cool. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, back to Sydney. And I've lived here since I was about six yeah. since then. Yeah. Did you, did you play music as a kid? Yeah. So I learnt... My brother was the first one to start learning violin, so he's a couple of years older than me. And then it was just that thing of he played it, so I played it as the younger sibling. Did you want to play it? I don't remember. I was too young. Um, so you started pretty like, young, I think four or five. Okay. But very casually, not mm-hmm. like um, in a serious sort of way. But I definitely still had those moments of 
like wanting to quit and my parents wouldn't let me quit and uh-huh. um but now I look back and think why didn't they push me harder right right <laughs> I could be better <laughs> so yeah I don't think there's a win when you parenting and teaching someone violin or when you get your kids started on violin there's yeah. no win <laughs> yeah I'm thinking about starting my son on Suzuki. Yeah, okay. He's about to turn four, so mm. be the same age. Yeah. And I'll be making those decisions about yeah. whether or not How to... How hard to push, whether to let Force him, him and to what yep. extent. Yeah. 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 Totally. You can hate his life as a child and thank you later, or yeah. enjoy his life now <laughs> and not be good it's at violin later. <laughs> Did you play in uh, orchestra and stuff? Oh, or you yeah. Play classical I was music? in like a... Yeah, I learned... The regular sort of Suzuki, well, um, AMEB actually, that's sort of an alternative to Suzuki here. Oh. Um, what does that stand for? Australian Music Examination Board. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do they have a specific curriculum? They've got, it's it's quite similar. It's grades. So okay. it's um, preliminary to eight. I probably quit once I got to about grade six. Um, Is it focused... On, so Suzuki is like very focused on ear training and stuff. Is it similar or is it? Mm, as far as I know, it's pretty similar. Yeah. But probably people who know more about it might. Right. Is it like ubiquitous? It. Like just like everyone who played violin? Yeah. Like, like yeah. Didn't, yeah. You did either Suzuki or AMEB. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. This is the first I'm hearing about it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you played Oh, yeah. And classical. so I played just... Um, in a youth orchestra down at Como, which is just down the road from here. And just did that and lessons, played in the school band for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then once I left school, I didn't really play anymore for a few years and felt the calling again a few years later to start up again and went from there. But yeah, how did you, at that time, did you decide to do traditional music? No, so I was just playing in like, indie bands just doing random sort of violin parts for that and was that your first time playing anything outside of like yeah. written down music yeah yeah, yeah. how was that pretty nerve-wracking yeah. and playing in bands where there's electric instruments and drums it was yeah. a bit of a nightmare being able to hear myself so that's what's nice about acoustic music but so then I got into um in that band I was playing in the more sort of rock band, the bass guitarist is now the guitarist in my band, Shelley's Motor Boys. And he invited me to like this sea shanty singing club that was near oh, yeah. his house. And I went along and the guys who ran it found out I played violin and wanted me to play some fiddle for them. And I ended up doing a lot of sea shanty stuff at festivals. When you say she- sea shanty stuff. Yeah. So just it's is there are there Australian sea shanties or there, were they doing there are so there yeah. are songs about um like convicts coming over in the ships the there's, convict songs I keep yeah. hearing about. I still haven't heard any yeah and there's just sort of the songs about I guess the land being invaded really so it's a bit a bit awkward to sing them so much yeah, yeah. because they're it's not a great it's a, yeah yeah not the mark of a great time in history dear lord um, um and that's the i think that was always the difficult thing with sea shanties because there's there's that and then there's the content of sea shanties is often quite um 
misogynistic, it's, I guess, yeah. racist, yeah, because of the time and what they were doing with their lives. And yeah. um, so it, it got a bit difficult. Think you know you always and old times a little bit the same I guess you've got to find your place in it and how you want to engage with that sort of music that was from a were were the people in the sea shanty like the convict song kind of like community oh our so our club was great Um, so they were talking about that stuff inclusive yeah absolutely and because um, the shanty club was happening in redfern which is a really important area in sydney for aboriginal people so that was always um considered and yeah um but there was always at at festivals maybe we we'd get yelled at for not singing a really racist line and there's yeah you know that argument of oh but that's the tradition that's the traditional lyrics we should preserve that but then there's the other argument of you know do we want to further marginalized people to preserve some people history. do it's difficult <laughs> they won't say that they do but yeah, yeah that's their attitude yeah yeah yep. so that's that was your first traditional that music was then. it yeah cool. and then from <laughs> being at festivals performing the shanties and being in jams i started to hear old time music for the first time ever i think and i really liked i think what um first drew me to it was those more modal sort of mm-hmm. tunes and the droniness of them. I really loved that. And I think most modern music and the songs that I write as well are very relational based and about more complex emotional issues, I think. And so I really liked these songs that are just about like farm animals and bread and yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Really yeah. got into it. Yeah, the, you can read in a lot of complexity yeah, if you want. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. So it's a little more <laughs> hospitable. It's yeah. Like yeah. Banging you over the head with profundity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so you were going to festivals with this group and yeah. that and you were exposed to old time music through that. Yes. So like my and impression of the Australian folk music community is that. Um, that kind of everyone hangs out with each other, yes, more or less. It's not definitely. as like um, segregated by genre. Or, no, yeah, no, because we all meet each other at the festivals, and yeah, yeah. So the people I knew through Shanty Club are still the people I play with in the old time community yeah. and things. Very yeah. good. <laughs> are there? Yeah, so there's definitely some crossover of people who. Yeah. Do you play any other things other than old time and in like shanty music? Not anymore. Not anymore. Um, I don't really do shanties anymore okay. either. But our so um, our mandolin player Wyatt he runs the Sea Shanty Club still, and Joe, my banjo player and life partner, I met through Sea Shanties, going to that Sea Shanty Club. So mm. it's all very intertwined. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to play next? I would like to play Darling Corey. So speaking, I haven't actually done a close, isn't this like a murder ballad? Is this a murder ballad? This is, um, so I've read, first liked this song because I read like the little description of it in the Alan Lomax um, book. And I think it's sort of a murder ballad, but about a woman who, this could be wrong as well, a woman who makes moonshine yeah. and then I think gets shot by 
the authorities. Perhaps. Oh, so it's that's that, how I've so interpreted it's a it. State sponsored. I think so. Murder ballot. That's sort of how I, yeah, yeah, or how I've arranged the verses that I sing. Interesting. To, yeah. yeah. So I guess it is a murder ballad, but I'd not thought of it that way. Yeah. Huh, Let's cool. do it. Um, so what were the, was there a fiddling tradition in the sea shanties? Yeah. So they found, um, in like records and shipwrecks and things, evidence and, you know, I Mm -hmm. guess stories that, um, they would have fiddle and accordion on the boat. Oh, very good. So a lot of the shanties are work songs, like to keep people in time Mm -hmm. while they are doing stuff with sails and ropes and stuff. Um, but then they also had shanties, which are more um, free time sort of shanties, sure. I guess. So did you have to change anything about your playing um, in order to do old time music? Yeah, there's a lot of, I guess, different. It's a lot more about the bowing and rhythm and 
drones, double stops, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing, not just playing melodies, which is, I guess, more what you learn when you learn classical and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still still mastering it. Mm -hmm. It's one of those good genres where you can keep learning it for a long time. Yeah, you don't have to be done at some yeah. point and get bored. Yeah, you can always get better. <laughs> Especially on the fiddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, so, yeah, why did you... Um, what about old-time... So I'm sure there's all sorts of genres being played mm. in Australia, of traditional mm-hmm. music. Why old-time? Yeah. Was it the um, music itself, or was it the people that were playing it, or...? It was probably... Because, like, it's, it's pretty weird that there's big groups of people in Australia singing traditional songs from a really specific place in the US. Yeah. Um, but I think it was just this sort of music, like the sound of it, I was really drawn to. Um, yeah, like I was saying before, I really like the lyrics and it's just quite a comforting style of music, I think. And also the community here is really great, like really welcoming and encouraging and there's lots of jams i think that was a good thing as well because a lot of genres of music you don't just get to go and play with people casually like just have a jam yeah and that's what i really liked um and sort of immediately as soon as we were seen to be playing old-time music the old-time sydney old-time community was right on top of it and inviting us to their jams and nights and things and it was really nice and just getting to play with all sorts of people and mm. learn from people, learn new songs. It's a really great way of doing it rather than just this band practice and gigs and mm. yeah. Do you know much about the Sydney old time like community? Like how long have people been playing oh, old time well, music here? I guess I know from as far back as um, some of the older people I know in Sydney who play old time, mm-hmm. I think they've been playing old time since they were young, like yeah. 20s and 30s, I think. So it's been around that long. And I don't know, maybe it's been around even longer than that. I've not really thought about it. Yeah, but hmm. it wasn't necessarily like, did you know about this music when you were growing up? No, no, not yeah, at all. So you didn't know that it yeah. existed. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Maybe in... Um, you know, some movies and stuff. Coen Brothers. Of, right. That sort of thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. You saw Old Brother where I Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's probably the only... Um, I, lo- also, I loved that soundtrack as well, so maybe oh, that yeah. was my I first exposure. Oh, yeah, I grew up exposure. listening to that. Yeah, yeah. really cool. Um, so maybe that's what I was, I was primed to then pick up the music and enjoy it when I heard it in a more... Um, genuine original sort of context i guess yeah. yeah i guess this is our plug for oh brother where art thou <laughs> go out and see it <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome didn't think Joel that would either. come up <laughs> yeah. um should we play this fall on my knees fall on my knees yeah. Just for you, good girl, follow my name. 
So we're going to play an original yep. song. Yep. Uh, that you and Shelley's Murder Boys yeah. play. Yep. It's from our last EP, well, our first and last EP, um, called Three Weeks to Winter, which is the name of this song as well. Um, the upside down winter that's in summertime. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> we're just going into summer so this song's not relevant but to the yeah. u.s it is yes I guess. how many weeks until winter i don't know like three maybe great <laughs> no a little more than that yeah like six yeah yeah, well, yeah tell me about the murder boys yeah, where did where you meet them shelly's murder boys so i've played in a band with jimmy my guitarist for years we played in a different band together called trembling giant it was just sort of like a rock sort of thing he played bass and i played violin and then we went to the sea shanty club went to the festivals met joe met wyatt and formed a little band because i was looking for a new project and always knew i'd drag jimmy along and then we all sort of fell in love with old time music well wyatt actually he already was well versed in it his mum runs um, like old time and bluegrass festivals and stuff in Manjimup oh, in yeah. WA. Yeah, and Joe's always had a love of traditional music, hmm. like Welsh mining songs and things. Welsh Bizarrely. mining songs. <laughs> yeah. Of course there's Welsh mining songs. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's but mine. It didn't, hadn't occurred to me. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, we all were sort of looking to play old time music in different ways and it was a really good time we all good timing and we all came together and just formed the band so we could do some gigs and stuff we sort of formed the band before we really went to any jams and stuff so it was just picking out tunes and songs that we liked that we heard and then as soon as we 
um, found other people who played old time music around us, just fell in love with it more and learned more. And yeah, it can be a good incentive to yeah. actually learn music as if you actually oh, yeah. have to perform it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. Three weeks to winter. Three weeks to winter. So, um, is that song recorded? That's on our EP that's recorded. Yeah, where do people find that? You can find that on iTunes, Spotify, our Bandcamp. Yeah, Shelly's Murder Boys. Shelly's Murder Boys. How do you spell Shelly's? Oh, good question. (laughs) S-H-E-L-L-E-Y. E-Y. Apostrophe S. Good. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it comes up no matter how you spell it. Okay, good. If you do a bit of a Google. Yeah, just do a bit of a Google <laughs> to find Shelly's Murder Boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and y- y'all have a Facebook We page. do, so, yeah. And, and you're recording a new We're recording soon. in about three or four weeks, um, and hopefully an album if we can get together yeah. enough stuff. Very We're good. writing a lot of our own. We're going to do a few <clears throat> traditionals as well. Um, yeah. So everyone should make sure to... Like, follow, like your page. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you got to click follow now too. Or oh, else, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Oh, I learned something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> where I've been going wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess they make you like they make the pages pay for it if yeah. you want anyone to see it. But if you yeah. if if the if the listener oh. actually subscribes on the page, then 
you can do the artist a favor. Like if you actually okay. want to stay up to date. So yeah, yeah. All right. Thank cool. You. Thanks so much for being on the show. No, thanks for having it's delightful. me. Yeah. Um, I just need to get to uh, back up to A, yep. and then uh, we'll play this last tune. <clears throat> Shelly's Murder Boys are on Facebook and YouTube, so make sure to like and subscribe so you can stay up to date with their tour dates. You can also buy their EP at shellysmurderboys.bandcamp.com. Get Up in the Cool is funded primarily by you, the listeners. 
If you haven't signed up to support the show, visit getupinthecool.com and click the button that says Patreon. Then choose a support level that works for you and get its corresponding reward. Throw in a little and I'll give you an on-air shout-out. Throw in a little more and you could get access to the bonus track blog where I post the extra tune that my guests and I play for each episode, including this one. At higher levels of support, you could join me for a monthly online banjo workshop or download the whole Get Up in the Cool tune archive, featuring every tune and song ever played on the show, including the bonus tracks, tagged and separated from the dialogue for your listening convenience. I also offer the show's exclusive bonus content in bulk at a discount. Just go to getupinthecool.com and click the link that says store, then choose a support level that works for you. Shout out to my newest Patreon supporter, Bob Holub. Thank you so much for your help funding the show. To those of you who are unable to support Get Up In The Cool financially, please consider spreading the show around to people who might. Just follow my personal account on Instagram and like and follow Get Up In The Cool's Facebook page and Twitter and share those videos and links. Another great way to support the show is to purchase a telegram if you'd like me to read a message on air for another listener of the show. Or choose a promotional option and I'll read ad copy for your business, festival, or crowdfunding campaign. Speaking of which, Thanks again to this episode's sponsor, Elderly Instruments. You can visit their online store at elderly.com. If you want to book me for your square dance, festival, or music camp, or take Skype banjo lessons with me, go to getupinthecool.com and click contact. Also on that website are links to my albums, including Get Up In The Cool Volume 2, which is now available as a CD or digital download. I have another podcast called Think Outside The Box Set. It's an irreverent weekly music review show, and it's available wherever you like to get your podcasts. If you're having trouble finding or remembering anything I mentioned in this outro, it's all linked in the show notes on your device, my website, and the Get Up In The Cool Facebook page and group. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up In The Cool.